I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I hope you guys didn't say anything important because it just froze <laughs> for like 10 seconds and I didn't hear you. Um, oh, we said some very important things. We discussed okay. um, the meaning of life. Mm. That was it. I heard it's the word studio. Yeah. Um, That's correct. Yeah, so... Anyway, we're back here with Film Franchise Fortnights, and uh, it's on the Cult Popshire podcast, and uh, this is a podcast. AJ, what are we doing on this podcast? On this podcast, um, we, uh, we watch and discuss... Um, a film franchise chosen at random by the 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 gods of the random number generator app, um, and yeah, so we we watch it. No matter how many there are, we'll watch them and uh, we'll discuss them. And this week, we had the arduous task of watching two whole movies. Mm. And those movies were Cats and Dogs and Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. But it's not just you and I, Richard and AJ, along for the ride this week. We've got a very special guest in the form of the pop culture vulture herself, (laughs) Nadeshta. And I didn't catch your last name. (laughs) (laughs) Nadeshta Sim. I have a very ethnic sounding name, but when you look at me, as you guys are now, I'm not that exotic looking. Does that make sense? Oh. People always oh, I mean, expect me to like... be some sort of mixed breed, but I'm actually not. You're, you're adding diversity to the to the podcast in, in, in at least one way. So, Whenever we have a girl guest on, Richard, within five <laughs> minutes, you talk about how we'd never have girl guests. <laughs> Just point out the fact that they're a girl. I long for the day where we don't have to specify that we never have girl guests it's it's like how we always have to specify that we're recording from different cities at the start of each episode and this this is a first actually we're we're, we're recording from three different cities we're all on a google hangout um yeah different time so, zones yeah that's yeah, true we're in two different, two different countries in three different cities so i'm in christchurch new zealand i'm in auckland new zealand and i am in melbourne australia but wait a minute, you have a New Zealand accent. Do I? I actually got told yeah. the other day I sound like I was English. Someone commented on one of my videos that I was, they didn't realise I was from Britain, which this sounds like a very strong Kiwi accent to oh, me at no, least. I, I could see it. You reckon? Nah. Yeah, especially like a lot of Americans um, just kind of see like it's American accent and then British yeah. as just the <laughs> yeah. rest of them. Yeah, I'm not surprised a YouTube commenter said that you sounded yeah. British. Yeah. But anyway, t- tell us a little bit about you. So give us, give us one of your famous cores. My famous what? Core at the start of all your videos. Oh, the core. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that came from a. Um, have you seen a movie called Evolution? Yeah, man. I was yeah. too scared of the trailer to watch it. Really? Yeah. So I, I know exactly what you're going to say as well, Nadeshda. I know, know exactly the scene. The, the scene. <laughs> so there's a weird spiral. So I watched that movie as a, as a young adult and probably more than I should have. I probably watched it about 10 times. And I got the <laughs> cacao from there, but then somehow we integrated it into a daily 
uh, life. So we used to play, mm. um, my flatmates and I used to play Tiger Woods PGA, which is a, mm-hmm. t- a golfing PlayStation game. And when you did well, you'd go, Kaka! but I don't know why. I don't, I think you can apply <laughs> it to basically any situation. It's mm. just a positive affirmation. Mm. He also goes, Tuki, 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 Tuki. Richard, for context, this is when they're trying to lure an alien bird in a shopping mall, I believe. I haven't seen this movie in like 15 years, but that's the one part I remember. (laughs) I remember like seeing the trailer before like, I don't know, maybe Cats and Dogs. And it was like, because it was around that time. And Mm. it was like, there was a scene of something crawling under someone's skin. Mm. And that um, scared me too much. Oh, you're thinking of The Mummy. With Brendan Fraser. That's right. Yes, <laughs> and I am. <laughs> Evolution starred David Duchovny in one of the like purest examples of an actor being typecast. Because right. it was like, you're the, you're the FBI alienologist from The X-Files. Why didn't you do the same thing in a movie? Yeah. And then he was in Californication just doing the same thing. Yeah. But with having sex with lots of girls instead of aliens and being They're an the FBI same agent. <laughs> Both don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, enough horseplay. Let's (laughs) let's get down to these these cats and dogs. I wish I didn't say that. Nadesh didn't (laughs) laugh, and it made me feel even more awkward. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, the two films are Cats and Dogs, which came out in two thousand and one. It was directed by Lawrence Guterman who has only directed mm. one other film, and that was Son of the Mask, starring, starring Jamie Kennedy. Yay! Don't know if, you guys, don't know if you've seen that in Adeshta, but I've very not, bad. no. I've seen The Mask. I have not seen Son <laughs> of the Mask. Mm. It didn't really appeal to me, believe it or not. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's not very good. No. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, if you'd, if you'd done your, your research for the podcast, you would have watched all the directors' other films. But, um, yeah. But just the two films is fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding, don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I, would one of you like to um, tell me, what tell the audience what that film's about? Cats and dogs, the animals, not the film. Um, they are all secret agents in like an underground battle between the two species. Um, and we follow a dog who's accidentally, accidentally winds up... Um, being put on a mission to defeat the cats who is led by a fluffy white cat named Mr. Tinkles um, who's hell-bent on what world domination of some descript. Um, and it stars Jeff Goldblum, but as a person, not a cat or a mm. dog. It also stars the voice talents of Toby Maguire and uh, Alec Baldwin, making mm-hmm. it a 15-year early Boss Baby reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Those were voice talents as well. Yeah. Did you, did, Nadesha, did you see The Boss Baby? No. No, oh. I have not seen The Boss Baby. It was Oscar nominated. I, I knew that. It didn't look like it would be. <laughs> nah, it shouldn't have been. <laughs> I don't know if that's a weird comment to make, having not seen it. But it didn't look like from the poster that it would be. Yeah. Mm. Nah, it's, it's real- actually a hard-hitting drama. <laughs> yeah. Like the Medea films. <sighs> Do you know they're all dramas? <laughs> Except one. Um, anyway, the, um, yeah, Boss Baby, not very good. Although, I can't imagine Ferdinand was any better and that was nominated for an Oscar. Mm. 
and that was like like who's who even talks about ferdinand it was advertised for like two years but then i don't know a single the person only time i hear it. people talk about ferdinand is when they're complaining that it was nominated for an oscar <laughs> um all right so that was followed up nine years later by cats and dogs the revenge of kitty galore uh, that was directed by Brad Payton, who you might recognise as the uh, for his collaborations with The Rock, because he directed Journey to the Mysterious Island, San Andreas, and Rampage. Um, mm. So he's you know well versed in disaster films, which makes sense that he directed this disaster of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down. I thought of it this morning. It's good. <laughs> All right. Um, Nadeshda, what's your memory of that film like? Do you reckon you could give us a rundown? Sure. So we have a new enemy, a new adversary in this one, which is, what is his name? I was going to say Mr. Tinkles, but that's the first one. The, uh, Kitty, Kitty Galore. Galore. Oh, my goodness. It's in the Bette title. Kitty Man. In my head, I was like, surely she can't mean <laughs> the, the characters <laughs> in the title of the film. That's a sign of a great film when you forget the name mm. that's in the title. And the Blu-ray's sitting mm. right in front of me as well. That's even worse. So <laughs> I love that you bought the Blu-ray. I did. I bought that's the so Blu-ray and, and the DVD for the first one. So wow. Wow. excited to add that to the collection. So uh, we have... Kitty Galore, which is, of course, a play on Pussy Galore from the James Bond films. And he, he, she, she. No, she, yeah. She, yeah. yeah, No, she has uh, devised a plan to make dogs turn on their owners in an attempt to get rid of dogs from households around the world. Now, when Mm. you say turn on their owners, you mean in an antagonistic sense? Yes, Right. Just to mm. clarify for anyone listening. <laughs> I just assumed everyone then, that was listening has watched this film. <laughs> mm. um, that happened. We got actually got a comment um, that was someone saying that they watch them along with us. And I was like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it for like 99% of our franchises. Mm. Um, yeah, so what did you guys think of the films? And what do you think the general public would think of them? When I, I first saw Cats and Dogs when I was like seven, the original film, and I remember thinking it was hilarious and thinking it was the funniest thing ever. And rewatching <laughs> it now, I'm like, this is garbage, but it's not. It, like, I still have a, a soft spot for it. You know, it still has a place in my heart because I remember how funny I once found it. Um, and it's weird to say that I was disappointed by the sequel, but I, I guess that's that's how I feel, is that Cats and Dogs, Revenge of Kitty Galore, I just, oh my gosh, what a movie that is. Like, there, there are more outdated movie parodies in Cats and Dogs 2 than there are in, like, any of the scary movie movies. Like, they do, like, Terminator parody. They do, like... All like all manner of James Bond parody. They, you know, like it's it's all over the place. And I just, I really, I struggled through both of them. But for the second, and the main, I think the main thing is just why does the second one even exist? Why did they yeah. make another one? <laughs> what, yeah. what possessed them? And so all this became very, and I had to pay for it as well. I had to pay for it on YouTube, and it was standard quality. Ugh. Like it was SD. It wasn't. They don't even have the HD on YouTube. What's the point if I'm watching Cats and Dogs Two if I can't watch it at the highest quality possible? Yeah, it was very moving. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, um, Nadesha. What about you? Have you had you seen the, either of these movies before? 
Yeah, so I remember cats and dogs as a kid and likewise uh, remember it being just a barrel of laughs. And then mm. re-watching it, there's very little humour in the first one. Like I'm trying to figure out as a kid where I would have laughed. I mean, granted, I would have been about seven and maybe these films are aimed towards 28-year-old women who work in finance but it's just uh, I think they might be there's just no there's yeah there's jokes. no jokes in the first one. Oh, it's just yeah it's just a bit mind mind boggling mm. I think I, what I remember finding funny um, was when um, the cat is in the tree and the dog like pulls the branch down and slingshots the cat and the cat flies straight towards the camera and for a split second you see this look of abject terror <laughs> on the cat's face and I remember that specifically thinking that was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. <laughs> That's so funny. So. Like, I don't mean to, like, get on my little high horse and say that I'm better than you two, but mm. I did see Cats and Dogs in the cinema, and I, I remember at the time thinking, like, this isn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> this is your, um, this is like when we did Camp Rock. And you were real into Camp Rock when it came out. And I was like, I'm too old for this when it came out and you're older than me. Yeah. Um, I don't have the same blind allegiance to the songs in Cats yeah, and Dogs, though, yeah. as you. Um, yeah, I'll just like anything the Jonas Brothers do, so. Mm. Um, yeah, well, that's interesting. And so neither of you had seen Kitty Galore. No, I remember when it came out, and I sort of mentioned this before, when it came out, I was well into my film buffery. Um, you know, I <laughs> was already go. writing writing Facebook statuses about movies all the time. Um, <laughs> and I remember I was just so confused. Like, because Cats and Dogs isn't a movie that doesn't need a sequel. I could understand the financial and whatever reasons for, for making a sequel to the first Cats and Dogs. But when you leave it nearly 10 years, I, I don't understand that. Like, the same thing happened with the Johnny English sequels. Like, Johnny English was fine. This is a good movie. But mm. it doesn't need a sequel you know, nearly 10 years later. People have forgotten about it. If you want to do a sequel to Cats and Dogs, you do it two years later, not not nine. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing a poster for this at, um, at, at a movie theatre for Kitty Galore and being like, why? Like, I, it was one of those things where I was like, like, Cats and Dogs was one of those movies that, like, before Kitty Galore came out, you probably could have convinced me it didn't exist. Mm. Like, if you're like, oh, do you remember that movie with, like, the cats and the dogs? And I'm like, oh, yeah, cats and dogs. And I'm like, no, no, that wasn't it. Like, it's a Mandela what? effect. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was, like, because my memory of it was so, like, vague. But then watching it again, there was, like, a couple of things that I remembered. But I like that you're proof that, um, I like that cats and dogs, too, is proof that cats and dogs, one, existed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a review. <laughs> That's that's the only good thing I can say about Kitty Galore is that it and it confirmed it, the existence thought, of the first one. I thought maybe that um, it was going to be like a sequel in name only for any kind of vague brand recognition going in. I thought, yeah. oh, you know, it's a movie about cat and dog secret agents, but it's not all the characters return, and they're all the dogs don't live long enough for, for, for <laughs> yeah. those characters to have realistically returned. Well, yeah, speaking of these characters, um, we've mentioned you know, Jeff Goldblum's in the human cast of the first one. Um, but you've got Sean Hayes plays Tinkles, uh, the villain, so from uh, Will and Grace. 
yeah. And um, you, yeah, you got Tobey Maguire as the main character, uh, Lou, and then you got Alec Baldwin as Butch. And the film also features Susan Sarandon, Charlton Heston, John Lovitz, Michael Clark Duncan, among others. Mm-hmm. So it's actually pretty decent voice casts. So th- this is pre Spider Man Tobey Maguire, though. That's what I was thinking, is yeah. that it's not. Yeah. Because this film is. Like, this, this film would have been made around the time when it was like they knew he was about to blow up as Spider Man. And so mm-hmm. they. Because this is like. This was July 4th, 2001 that this came out. So pre 9 11, at the peak of Ameri- American patriotism, because it was on 4th of July. Um, mm. But. Yeah, they uh, they must have gotten Tommy McGuire when he was still cheap, and then <laughs> they couldn't get him for the sequel because they actually could probably recorded his lines about four years earlier. True, and, and then if it took that long to get the movie made, and then they're like, "He's going to be big. Let's release it." No, you'd release it after, not before. That's a weird decision. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So the second film has the the human cast is Jack McBrayer from uh, Thirty Rock. I've never said his last name out loud. I presume that's how you say it. Mc- I thought it was McBriar. Yeah. What do you think, Nadeshda? How do you pronounce it? I would say McBriar, but I always pronounce things wrong, so you should probably go with McBriar. Oh, well, so we don't even know if your name's pronounced Nadeshda then. Oh, yeah. I'm so impressed with your pronunciation of Nadeshda. Oh, I've been practicing all week. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, because you, you were kind enough to give us like a phonetic pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess um, it's it's the for people listening. I suppose you can't see it, so it's the D Z A. Oh, sorry, Z H D. How do you spell your name? <laughs> the Z H D makes a sh sound, mm. but I get niz hida a lot. Wow. Where's the name from? Nadishta's Russian. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, my name's just two letters, so I've got the. Sometimes people call me Edge, but they usually know better. <laughs> yeah, I get called Martin a lot, but that's my last name. Like at, at school, the um, like substitute te- teachers would read the role. So you know, it's got like the last name column first, and then the first name column. And so they would read down the first name column for all of them. They'd be like Alexander, present; Nadeshda, present. And they're like Martin, and it's like, why would my name be flipped? Like you're reading the same column the whole time. And they're like, oh, I just and thought because Martin's Richard a first isn't name. A last name. Well, like Richard is a, is a last name. Is it? Yeah. Well, like at least Richards, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but that was real annoying and dumb. Mm. But uh, yeah, the second film, yeah, Jack McBrayer. We had a little bit of a <laughs> bit of a sidetrack there, but we'll get Woo-hoo. we'll get back on track. Uh, so Nick Nolte replaced Alec Baldwin. It was one of those voices that I was like, I recognise him from somewhere, but I can't. I know who Nick Nolte is, but I like, just don't know if I would know I his voice from anything. Nick Nolte. Uh, and Neil Patrick Harris replaced Tobey Maguire, uh, and who's a now adult Lou <laughs> Beagle. Uh, but yeah, so he, he's got a, a bit lot smaller role. But it's the second time that Neil Patrick Harris and Tobey Maguire have played uh, the same character before, because Neil Patrick really? Harris plays Spider Man in the animated TV series. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, neither. Uh, and also, I because I was like, oh, you know how like the first one is like a boss baby reunion, but like fifteen mm-hmm. years before it happened. Uh, the only other thing that Neil Patrick Harris and Nick Nolte have appeared in was the forty ninth annual Golden Globes. So, it's a forty ninth annual Golden Globes reunion. You know, <laughs> if something's a reunion before the thing, it's a reunion for so, the other thing is the reunion. Yeah. yeah. 
so boss boss baby is a cats and dogs is a cats and no, dogs reunion. it's a it's a pre-union uh, okay uh, yeah, so the it also features uh, a new hero, Diggs, presumably a parody of Riggs from Lethal Weapon, because he's like mm, a loose That's cannon. another thing this movie parodies. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, we need Lethal Weapon parodies in 2010. <laughs> Is that when this came out? Or yes, 11? 10. Okay. Uh, yeah, so new hero, James Marsden, plays him. Cat Williams voices a pigeon, who they team up with, and Christina Missed Applegate opportunity voices there, a though. cat. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, just for somebody called Cat Williams to be playing a bird character. It's incredibly like- ironic. <laughs> get, get bloody Alanis Morissette on the phone. <laughs> Not only is, is the one person named Cat playing a pigeon, but they're also not playing either of the titular animals. Like, it's so easy. It's right there in front of you. <laughs> yeah. And Christina Applegate plays a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, who they team up with to fight Bette Midler playing Kitty Galore. It's a weird mm-hmm. choice for that. Uh, but then <laughs> uh, it also features Roger Moore plays um, Tad Lazenby, who's a cat. Yeah, which is... So Let's for those of you playing at home, um, Pussy Galore is in a Sean Connery Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Moore played uh, James Bond, as did George Lazenby. And so they're all, they're not even being consistent with their James Bond parodies. They're just parodying as much of it as they can. <laughs> and uh, Wallace Shawn's also in it. And so is Roger L. Jackson. Um, now, can either of you tell me one of Roger L. Jackson's claim to fame? It's been mentioned on the podcast before. <laughs> Roger L. Jackson. Should I know it? No, nah, maybe not. Anyway, he is the voice of Ghostface and Scream. Ah. He's the voice oh. of one of the criminal cats. Uh, he's also the voice of Mojo Jojo. And also Wallace Shawn, his character is real was funny looking. By, but he was played by John Lovitz in the first film. Yes, yes, you're right. It's always weird when like one actor with like a recognizable iconic voice is replaced by another actor in a sequel with an equally as recognizable voice. Like Tobey Maguire and Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> well, like you know it's them. You can hear it, you know? Yeah. So it's it's just strange, like you would either I I would have either gone for an impersonator. I don't know. I probably yeah. wouldn't have made the movie. I don't know. It's just it's weird that Toby Maguire grows up to be Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Cuz I can understand getting different voices for like different ages, yeah. but yeah. Um so Nadesha, we've introduced a new segment um recently which might alienate you somewhat, but we'll we'll, we'll we are like just talking about up top random trivia where it's trivia that mostly just relates to the podcast um and not like the films in any way but well it relates to the the grand um mythology of what we're learning by watching all these franchises yeah well this is something this is just some interesting um trivia so that uh i i this morning i typed in every year that every film we've done is from and i ordered them so we've done 242 films and what do you think i'll get an answer from both of you and you'll win a prize um what do you think the most recent year that we haven't covered a film from is oh the most recent year that you haven't covered a film does that include this year uh, no, we haven't done one from this year yet. But right. Very good. Oh, was that the answer? No, that wasn't the answer, but the most recent <laughs> oh. year before this one. Most recent year before this one, let's say, well, I don't know, 2015. 
2015. AJ? Uh, I was going to say 2015. All right, so you both say 2015. It's actually yeah. 1983. <laughs> We've done right. at least one film from every year uh, from uh, 1984 onwards. Um, I didn't understand the question. Well, yeah, no, I think we may have misinterpreted well, shut the up. question. You guys, it was a cool <laughs> question. Um, and also, um, the year that we've covered that had the most uh, entries in it was 2003, which had 15 entries. Um, oh my we've goodness. done 15 different 2003 films and 13 2001 films, including Cats and Dogs. Mm. Uh, yeah, so another like interesting little tidbit that kind of relates to the podcast. This movie opened on 4th of July 2001. It opened at number one at the box office, which beat out Scary Movie 2. Uh, however, it fell behind in its second week because of the release of Legally Blonde. Mm, which is a very good movie. It was, it's also what, like our fifth or sixth dog-themed franchise? Oh my God, so many fucking dog movies. Like, if you'd told me, if you told me two years ago, you're going to start a podcast where you review franchises, and then you told me a lot of those franchises are going to be dog-themed, I would have been like, of course, because there's so <laughs> many dog-themed franchises. But to put it into actual practice, yeah. it's, it's, very, it's very strange how, how often it's come up. Oh, you were talking about before the like Bond parodies in this film. I don't know if you like. This might be common knowledge, and I didn't pick up on it. But like, do you know the um, the second one has like a Bond opening sequence? But it's it's to get the get the party started by Pink. Yes. Mm. Do you guys know, do you know that there was actually a, a cover by Shirley Bassey? <laughs> yeah. No, it sounded like her. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I just thought, oh, they're doing like some. Bond it's parody. still a weird choice. That song <laughs> came out before the first Cats and Dogs. Yeah. And now they're doing a cover of it for this. This movie asks so many questions that, like, people who aren't that into film aren't going to ask. But people who are into film aren't going to see the movie. So, like, I'm in this, like, like this middle of this Venn diagram where I'm like, why were these decisions made? Why is no one answering these for me? Yeah. Yeah, you're a very frustrated young man. <laughs> I am. I just love this that there's absolutely no, as far as I can pick up, there's absolutely no relevance to this film for a pink song or specifically mm. that song. Like when yeah. they were making that decision, what was their, what was the drive behind that? Yeah. yeah. What, and then like I the feel film like pe- isn't about starting parties. No. And also <laughs> the people that were watching the film potentially wouldn't necessarily know who pink was if it's children mm. between the age brackets of five and ten. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was 28 year old females who work, work in, in finance. finance. <laughs> finance. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, like, this, this one's just for the finance girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I yeah, I didn't pick up with the Shirley Bassey, but she she'd recorded that cover in like 2007, and I think it was used in an ad campaign. So maybe someone was just like, oh, I that's why the- it was used. Yeah, no, that's like- 100 why it's because it already existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't like Shirley Bassey was commissioned. They were like, oh, do this song. That I'm, I have no more questions about it now. Like that's why they used that song. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> they should have used the um, the Quantum of Solace song that she recorded that they didn't end up using. Oh, really? Yeah, but that would have been weirder, probably. Yeah, because it would be all about quantums and solaces. <laughs> think it's called no no solace or something it's like no solace in a kiss is one of the lines in the song oh, yeah. but it's Shirley Bassey so it's like no solace in a kiss no good about goodbye that's how it goes do, you know, do you, you know the rest of it <laughs> I don't know the rest of it oh. sorry guys 
I know it was beaten out by um, Jack White and Alicia Keys, Another Way to Die. And how does that go? Great song. Um that's how it goes oh do skyfall next here's a fun fact that's completely relevant but is relevant to skyfall i'm part of a singing group that actually sung that song on the weekend in a four-part harmony what am i doing singing it then give us a taste <laughs> oh look! I probably shouldn't have said that now. <laughs> I probably dug myself a little hole with that one. You're gonna sing before the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so AJ, mm. how does uh, the theme for Spectre go? Because um, the writing's on the wall. Oh yeah. Are we going to keep just singing? Yeah. James what Bond about songs? Casino Royale? Yeah, Casino Royale, Casino is, the Royale is, is the best one. It goes. Um, I've seen angels fall from blind and heights, but yourself for nothing so divine. It's just next in line. Arm <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Yeah. All right. It's the best one. You might be asking yourself, listeners, um, why are we talking about? James Bond theme songs on a cat. If you've Dogs just podcast. joined us, thirty-one minutes into the podcast. <laughs> um, but that's exactly the reason why is because this movie is such an, a, an egregious and unnecessary parody. How many movies and like IPs have parodied James Bond? Like, if you're going to parody James Bond, you've got to be a you've got to do a good job. There's no point in just doing. It. It's like starting a podcast. If you don't have a good idea, don't do it because no one's going to listen. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to listen even if you've got a great idea. Yeah, that's true. What you need is to get lots of girls to guest star and not make a big deal out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and Without using the like, word oh. diversity. Yeah, people are like, oh, what a progressive podcast. They have girls that it's not relevant. They don't bring it up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or you can do what we do. Uh, yeah, so we talk about titles a lot on this podcast and- uh, I want to take it back from titles uh, just to begin with. And mm-hmm. I don't know, are you guys fans of taglines? I love a good tagline. Yeah, I Actually, saw you know, it. Yeah. The, the movie that really impressed me with its tagline recently was Ocean's 8. Yeah, man. Is that you're about mm. to say? Yeah. I saw Which, that in your review. That's such a fucking good tagline. It's such a good tagline. Both of them are pretty good. Yeah. It's, so, Nadeshda, what, what one are you referring to? So, the tagline to Ocean's 8 is... Every con has its pros. That's very good. I mean, good. that is brilliant, though. Yeah. Mm. They released another one, um, which was they've got what it takes to take what you've got. Oh, I like that. That's real cool. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's the best thing about the movie. <laughs> I, I thought the movie was fine. I thought, like... Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I think you were too harsh on it in your review, AJ. Okay. There you go. Cult Pops is more than one voice. <laughs> no, I disagree with mine. one of the reviews. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, these films had a couple of taglines. So the first one I thought was real interesting because it's like across the top of the poster it says, who will you root for? It's mm. not really a case of that, is it? It's just the dogs are the good guys. Well, they actually <laughs> yeah. they actually played on that um, in the DVD, which I, which I own, oh. where when you open up the menu, you get to choose your team, cats or dogs. And I thought it would then kick into some sort of cool like mini game or something, but it just opens the play screen with either a dog or a cat picture on it. So, Which did you choose? I, well, I chose dogs, obviously. Oh, yeah, better. 
Yeah. AJ? Only weirdos like cats. good guys. <laughs> uh, I like cats. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, actually, here's the thing. I like both. I have a cat. I have two cats. Um, and th- therefore, I feel like I'm lumped into this cat person persona. But I'd like to say that I'd I say just you're like more animals. of a badger person. Yeah. Like a little badger man. <laughs> I am. I'm a badger guy. That's my superhero. <laughs> That's my guy. Patronus. <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, oh, badgers are real cool, though. Everyone's real into badgers now. Yeah, I wouldn't be something cool. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like a little- I'd be the, the naked cat that Kitty Galore is. Yeah. Well, because Kitty Galore, they- they, 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 they Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's a breed of cat, but they give her like a backstory and say that she was like, got all her (laughs) fur burned off. Yeah. So what happens scene. with those other, with cats of that breed within that world? What do, are they also cats that have had accidents? I yeah, guess. every time. Yeah, every yeah. T- yeah. It's just yeah. a breed of cats that have had tragic hair accidents. And the and the cats and dogs averse. That's actually canon. <laughs> um, what other taglines are we? Are we uh, talking about? Yeah, I just thought that was interesting that that one. Uh, you know, the the film is very heavily weighted towards dogs. But that's what I liked about the second one, which is a weird. I didn't think I'd say that, but the second one is is yeah, kind of about <laughs> is kind of addressing like you know after all these years, cats and dogs are working together, and I feel like that's what the first movie probably should have done. Yeah, you know, like that's that's the that's the idea you get to make the movie in the first place is like oh what if cats and dogs work together maybe that's how the sequel happened someone came up with that idea and someone's like there's already a movie about cats and dogs and he's like all right i'll just make it a sequel to it (laughs) these are my theories yeah aj loves behind the scenes theories (laughs) how they got shirley bassey's song why it's um get this party started and this is my my theory for why these movies exist Well, the second film had a tagline which was just like real spies, only furrier. Drawing uh. in that furry crowd. <laughs> the very important furry crowd. It's right next to um <laughs> female people females who work in finance. <laughs> just like females, only in finance. <laughs> that was the other tagline. And you were like, Oh representation finally. <laughs> And it's R twenty eight. Only for tw- and it's you like you can't be older than twenty eight, but you have to also be over twenty seven. Mm. Right in there. <laughs> now, um, uh, yeah, titles. Uh, we talk about titles a lot on this podcast. Nadishta, what what do you think of like titling as a as an art form? Ah, <laughs> uh, wow! What a question. Um. I, this is probably not actually answering your question at all, but I feel upset by the fact that as a 
James Bond parody in the second film, it didn't have a more clever title. Mm. Mm. Like it also even like it even says the Revenge of Kitty Galore as if we had been introduced to Kitty Galore as a character mm. in the first film, as if yeah. we cared mm. about her revenge. Yeah, mm. and yeah. it is established and then resolved in one film. Yeah, it feels like you've missed something. I remember when that when Cats and Dogs: The Revenge of Kitty Galore came out, and I was like, oh, I'm I don't think she was in the first one, so I must have missed when she was introduced. I must have missed the second film, and this is rounding off a trilogy. Because you can have three films in nine years. You know, that's more acceptable. Yeah. Like, the Cats and Dogs just feels like there's a middle film that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say about the title, that it feels like we've missed something. And it feels like they should have made a, a very obvious James Bond title parody, yeah. which AJ is going to give us a few suggestions. From Litterbox with Love. <laughs> Are you calling Russia like a place, like just no. a crap heap? <laughs> no, I would never say that while we have a Russian person on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, the one time you make fun of Russia, AJ. <laughs> golden Cat's Eye. Um, um, Catsino Royale, there you go. Oh, That's a good one. <laughs> Um, the cat who um, scratched me. You um, only live nine times. Oh, that's oh, the best one. Nice. <laughs> wow. Um, Forget what I'm saying. <laughs> that yeah. was the best one. Like gold paw or something like Goldfinger. Mm. There's something you could do something there. Mm. Then you're getting into Austin Powers territory, though. True. The spy who nuzzled me. The spy, no, the spy who humped me? Is what? that the dog oh, equivalent right. of <laughs> shed? Jeez. Um, well, there's that, the spy who dumped me coming out. Oh, uh, yeah. Humped, dumped. That'll be the sequel. Uh, now, another thing. So, AJ loves titles. I love uh, IMDb entries. So, I love reading uh, the parental advisory and the the trivia section and i love especially with films like these that like trivia is like stretched out as thin as you can but <laughs> i saw on the movie is called cats and dogs because there are cats and dogs <laughs> however the second one also features a pigeon despite the pigeon not being in the title <laughs> um, that's an example the first film uh, under the parents guide so you know it's, it's devo- i don't know if you guys look at the parents guides but they I do when i want to know if it's a movie i should be watching with my parents or not <laughs> <laughs> um but so it's divided into sex and nudity uh violence and and whatever um drugs and like gore and, and like language um and this one under sex and nudity the first film contains and i quote a couple of hugs <laughs> are they with animals no so it contains oh, a couple of hugs and then it also says that it contains a reference to dogs having a romantic relationship but i just love that like the sentence was just a couple of hugs <laughs> <laughs> like what parent is like like first of all what parent is needing to double check cats and dogs be like oh is this all right for my little ones and then who is like turning it down because there's a couple of hugs in it? Maybe the person who'd be concerned about that would be the vice principal at my high school who banned hugs. <laughs> <laughs> there's a story there, AJ. What happened? <laughs> well, I, I was very, it was very ancillary to my high school experience because I wasn't 
really hugging anyone either way but there was people like boyfriends and girlfriends would be hugging and they'd be told to separate and then um like then we had something called the burnside oscars so my high my high school was called burnside high and um the oscars were like a yearly event where everyone would you know four people would make a short film and 20 people would watch them in the auditorium Mm -hmm. and um and one of the films was called it was called like free love or something like that and it was a documentary about how hugs had been banned at school and it (laughs) started playing it and then the vice principal walked up to the tech desk and was like turn it off (laughs) so we didn't even get to see the whole thing that's so funny (laughs) And that vice principal is now the new head of Pixar. Mm. I love that your school was so innocent that hugs were banned. And mm. where I'm from, there was a high school that had its own daycare. <laughs> Just to- <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from originally? Cool. I'm from Dunedin. Ah, oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, that explains the daycare. <laughs> no, <I'm- laughs> No, you can say that about like wherever people say they're from and they'll all be like, here, that's where I'm from. (laughs) (laughs) Like every, because I'm from Christchurch, so is Asia. And like, I don't know, I don't know what it is in Dunedin, but like in Auckland, you say, oh yeah, I'm from Auckland. And then people go, oh, whereabouts did you live? And because it's like, because it's such a big place and like each part of Auckland is its own, you know, little subcultures. Uh, in, In Christchurch, it's like, if you some find out that someone's from Christchurch, you say, "Oh, what school did you go to?" And there's all these like connotations with each school. I haven't learnt any of them, but if it's a girl, you just go, "Oh, yeah, lots of pregnancies, I bet." And they're like, "Yeah, that's my school." <laughs> and if it's a guy, you go, "Oh, yeah, like what well, if it's a if it's like an all boys school? It's like, oh yeah, you're all gay then, eh?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, people just say that, but no." Um, My school's stereotype was that um, there were a lot of Asians and uh, our debating team was real good. And neither of those are bad things. So. Yeah, mine, mine was that um, everyone was real into drugs. But oh, yeah. that, um, that I think that's since gone away because, like, we got heaps of funding from a mall being built next to the school, like being expanded <laughs> next to the school. Anyway, this is all completely off topic. We also had a big earthquake. That was the big thing that happened in our hometown. Um, so the um, we're uh, back to disasters. Yes, looped it back round. Mm. Uh, so the the other thing I love, yeah, I to be trivia. So this this uh, entry on the first film, uh, most of the night scenes were shot during the day. At night, dogs tend to go to sleep. That's true. You can't say it's not true. Yeah, four out of four people found that useful. Wow, useful. <laughs> <laughs> Not interesting, but useful. <laughs> uh, they were like, why does my dog stop moving when it goes dark? And then they read the, the IMDb trivia for Cats and Dogs too, and was like, ah, oh, that's why. Um, and the, uh, To get the dogs to lick their gen- genitals on demand, peanut butter was applied to the necessary areas. Oh, what the fuck? Was there dogs why licking their genitals in the first it? movie? That should be in the sex and nudity <laughs> section. Yeah. I, I don't know, recall I mean, any dog genital licking. I mean, it's not something that would probably stand out, but yeah. I don't think Boy, there was any We now have an audio like recording of you saying dog <laughs> genital licking. <laughs> Replace the cacao in your opening. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
useful again. <laughs> that's that's more concerning that people found that one useful. <laughs> They're like, this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, peanut, everyone loves peanut butter. My sister doesn't. I'm not going to get into well, this. Well, yeah, she's not. Move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one was the mother in the film wears... This is so stupid. The mother in the film wears an ask me a real estate question pin. She would remove it between takes because the crew on set would relentlessly ask her real estate questions. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I love the, the word relentlessly. <laughs> like, the, um, like the fact they're like, oh, great take, great take. Anyway, I was going to like... <laughs> the director calls Khan and everyone like turns Children of the Corn style to her and starts marching towards like, tell us about real estate over and over and like, um, and finally, the red cell phone used by Elizabeth Perkins was the Nokia 8290. Good. Good solid phone. Who found that useful? 113 people. That's because they were like, oh, I really want that phone. The one Elizabeth what Perkins has. <laughs> the one Elizabeth Perkins has. You and know, the, the, the guy one? at the phone store is like, oh, from Cats and Dogs. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, let's <laughs> just look it up. Like, and then it was right there. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Nadeshita, what else um, was on the uh, DVD for you? The DVD? Well, the Blu-ray had better bonus features. Of course. There was a, um, there was a quite long video of real-life cats and dogs fighting, which okay. <laughs> you'd question where the footage came from. Maybe oh, there, was, there was some of that in the credits of the second one, wasn't there? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a Looney Tunes cartoon. That's quite good. Oh, yeah. And what else was AJ there? AJ likes there? the Looney Tunes. AJ's a yep. big Looney Tunes boy, isn't he? Yep. What's your favourite? No. Who's your favourite? I don't like Looney Tunes. AJ. Oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything Anything else of, of note? Uh, and there was also a gag reel. Which, oh. yeah. Can you tell us some of the gags? I honestly can't. I, <laughs> it was late. I no, I don't even remember up? them. Uh, <laughs> sure. Um, Kitty Galore. Nadeshta, you don't have to make them up. <laughs> He's chicken. He's being were- naughty. Yeah, oh, go get that cat. Oh, I mean dog. Oh, damn it. Mm. There's one. All right. That was audio That's basically from the-, the same level of quality <laughs> yeah, as they actually were on the disc. <laughs> I got something I want to talk about. AJ, you bloody go for it, mate. Okay. When we did the mask episode a, a few few four nights ago, um, we did we talked about um, uh, Son of the Mask and how we actually mentioned in it that it was directed by the same guy who directed Cats and Dogs, which makes a lot of sense, and how the effects they used to make the baby and some of the Son of the Mask like emote are quite uncanny and quite freaky, um, you know, because it's obviously manipulating, digitally manipulating just a neutral baby's face. So it, it kind of looks like proto Snapchat filters and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, the same thing happens here in Cats and Dogs, but isn't it interesting that because we aren't cats or dogs, it's not as scary? Like, it looks fake, but it doesn't look disturbing. Yeah, I actually thought the effects weren't that bad in these films. Mm. Like, not as bad as you'd expect them to be. I think the first one kind of holds up better than the second one, almost. Yeah. Because there was they yeah. used, like, a lot of puppetry and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I do. I wonder if you're a cat or a dog and you watch these films, if it like makes you feel cold and empty because something's <laughs> just not right about it. <laughs> well, everything. This movie makes, makes you feel, feel cold and empty. and empty just by watching it. I don't mm. think that's cat or dog specific. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <sighs> <laughs> Well, right. did you not like these movies, Nadeshta? Uh, look, I struggled. If I'm going <laughs> to be honest, I did struggle. And I've had a, a, a as aforementioned, I work in finance, and it mm-hmm. is the end of the financial year here, so I've had quite a chaotic week at work and had to explain to my colleagues why I was grumpy and tired because I'd stayed oh, nice. up late watching Cats and Dogs and Cats and Dogs 2, The Revenge of Kitty Galore, mm. which, I mean, if buying the Blu-ray wasn't – embarrassing enough having to retell yeah. that story was yeah did you get your co-workers to like our facebook page <laughs> i actually have i actually have oh. got some people on board spreading Yay. the love <laughs> wow that's awesome um well i went out i went to like three different stores to try and find the like dvd and blu-rays and it was like at the second or third store that i realized i should be looking in the kids section not just like the, the normal <laughs> movie section um but i found like heaps of the first film on Blu-ray, but then I found a multi-pack of the two of both films, and I was real stoked. And anyone who followed our Instagram this week will know what happened because I went to go put it in uh, to watch the second film, and it wasn't the right region, so I wasn't able to play it because I only have a PlayStation to play it on, not a multi-region DVD player. So it's it's so like one thing we've learned for for these mo- this podcast is that. The worst movies are the hardest ones to f- mm. work out how to watch. Yeah, like we never had any trouble finding Scream, you know. But like, you know, the Beethoven Four, you know, we had to like stream off some backwards website and yeah, like some of the real obscure, too, obscure Godzilla films and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out that, of interest, was the yeah. two pack the Christmas one? No, it wasn't. Oh, mm. no, I did. I did find the Christmas one though because I because we had a discussion about this last week where one of them there's like cats and dogs on blu-ray but it's like christmasy but it's yeah like aj said last week it's it's just the first movie with like mistletoe on the cover mm. so you can hold it above people you like and kiss <laughs> and they it's have weird, to kiss yeah. you back What's crazy, I think, about finding a Blu-ray Christmas version was not that someone made a Christmas version, but that someone made a Blu-ray <laughs> of Cats and Dogs, mm. you know? Like, there couldn't be a better example of a movie that's forgotten to the ages than Cats and Dogs, you know? Like, it is it is gone. No one talk- Like you said before, it's like you forgot, you know, you could have been convinced that it didn't even exist. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that we're almost as far away from Kitty Galore as we were from the original when Cats and when Kitty Galore was released? You should post that to Reddit. Like it's such a bizarre time <laughs> trivia thing. Yeah. Anyway, now we should move on to a little segment we like to call Continue the Franchise. This is where we oh pitch a new entry in said franchise, Cats and Dogs, and we, uh, you know, we pitch them and then we have a little bit of a scushy about them. Cats and or dogs. <laughs> Is that your continued franchise? No, oh, I can make it up on the fly. You get to, it's, it's the same, it's, Nadeshta, it's your DVD menu where you pick your side, um, <laughs> but it's actually a different movie depending on, one's from the perspective of the cats, one's from the perspective of the dogs. That's very cool. I like that. Is that actually your continued franchise? Th- no, that wasn't my idea. Or you just wasted it. <laughs> oh. 
Do I only get one? Yep. Nadeshta, what's yeah, yours? we've got three people on this episode. <laughs> we can't have everyone doing their own ones. So, um, yeah. um, mine would be probably a, a very blatant ripoff of Austin Powers 2, Keeping in the mm-hmm. Spy theme. Where Mr. Tinkles has to go back to the future, back to the past, back to the future, back to the <laughs> past, and stop Butch's great great grandfather from starting the spy agency. Hmm. I like the idea of um, having a third Cats and Dogs movie parody Austin Powers and not James Bond, <laughs> yeah, just to further cement like how irrelevant and backwards and <laughs> unnecessary the films are. And um, mm. I feel like Mr. Tinkles could have, I've just thought of this, Mr. Tinkles has a clone and his name is Mini Meow. Very <laughs> good. Nice. Very good. Do you have a title for the film? No, no working title. I actually, the you only live nine times. That could, that works. Mm. Yeah. What about- I mean, it's um, irrelevant to Austin Powers, but- Yeah. What about Cats and Dogs 3? <laughs> just to really piss me off. Like, just call it Cats and Dogs 3. That would be that would drive me insane. Can it be Cats and Dogs three, but the word three written out? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, cool, cool. Okay. Well, I think uh, near has there been a show more aptly suited to be a TV show than Cats and Dogs. You said show. Fuck! I did. I spoiled it for myself. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. No, nah, this should be a TV show. Like. Even mm. if you it was like just two an D animated, yeah, or what, or three yeah. animated. Like, I'm surprised. Like, it seems like Cats and Dogs should have had a TV show in between the two movies, and Revenge of Kitty Galore was the, the like last episode of it. Mm. That's what it. Yeah. That's what it feels like. They both both films feel well. The first film feels like a failed attempt at launching something. Yeah, and the second one feels like an unearned conclusion to whatever was supposed to be launched. Yeah, but like you know, like Kitty Galore could be the overarching villain of it, and then you'd have like. But I, I would also want to see it, the the line between like hero and villain, but like you have some dog villains sometimes. <laughs> Mm. And so, like, it's not always the dogs are doing good things, the cats are doing bad. Because, mm. like, you should be able to tune in. It's like, it'll either be a dog-centric or cat-centric episode. Like, they're both m- mainly in it, but one of them is kind of slightly yeah. more focused on. Nice. And it's called Kitties and Doggos. Oh, <laughs> very cool. No, nah, it's not. It's just called um, Cats and, and Dogs. If it, if it came out, if it comes out... If it's still on TV now, right? Yeah. Like if it comes out like 2002, and is still on TV now, we'll be able to see how um, perceptions towards cats and dogs in internet culture has changed. Mm-hmm. Like originally, the cats were like lol cats, and now it's all about doggos and puppers, <laughs> and it's all about how like you know how we meme differently. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole. That's the whole. Yeah. Keyboard cat would be a, a recurring character. Mm. <laughs> Keyboard cats in the credits for cats and dogs too. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> funny. Um, okay, I've got an actual idea that wasn't. Um, oh, well, what did then I say you shouldn't before? have used that stupid. Cats and or dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, no, okay. My, my, just calling a movie that is, I find that very entertaining. Um, now, my idea, and it's not called Cats and Dogs, it's, I don't even have a title for it, surprisingly. Maybe we can come up with one. But you're the title boy. I know. So it comes out now, and it's a movie about um, Jeff Goldblum and his family. Um, uh, 17 years on from when they learnt cats and dogs could talk 
and they don't know if they made it up. They don't know if they went crazy. Like, maybe the mum denies it ever even happened, you know? And, like, the kid, Jeff Goldblum's son, whatever his name was, um, he, you know, he's haunted by the nightmares where he's like, I have this weird memory from when I was 10 where my family was kidnapped by cats, you know, and 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 they talked, and it, that can't be right. And you know, he goes to therapy, and the therapist tries to tell him that he's um, using that to cover up, like them actually being kidnapped by like people. Um, and then it turns out it was the cats, and the cats start talking to him again. And he tells his dad, and his dad's like, "No, we left this in the past. It's not going <laughs> to happen anymore." And it's just a really sad story of what would actually happen if. A, like a small amount of humans discovered cats and dogs it's, and talk. it's called cats and dogs and with an exclamation mark and a question mark talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's it's cool. called humans oh it's mm. really deep man thank you <laughs> all right well i mean that just a, we've been talking for a bloody hour so um that kind of brings us to the end of our episode uh, we'll do a franchise really in just a little bit. But before that, I would, Nadeshta, I would love to know whereabouts <laughs> I can find you on social media and stuff. <laughs> well, you can find me on YouTube, Pop Culture Vulture. If you're confused as to which one it is, look out for the caca at the end mm. and beginning of every Ooh, video now. So you can tell. Yeah, so you can tell it's authentic. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Pop Culture Vultures on Instagram, pop.culture.vulture, or you can look me up on Facebook. Same again, Pop Culture Vulture. Awesome. Awesome. And um, that's not just for me to find, like anyone listening. <laughs> feel oh, free to great. find. This is an open invitation. Yeah. And I've noticed that you've, you know, you're, you're pretty, um, what's the word? You interact with your fans. I do. I try and reply to every comment. I like yeah. to keep the community going. Yeah. So if you write me a message, I might even write you back as yeah. if that holds some sort of value. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did comment on something of yours like a week ago and you didn't reply to like the comment, but um, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So for uh, what we do here is Franchise Roulette, where I will pull up the list and Nadeshta, where you've got the arduous task of giving us a number between. One and what and what? <laughs> Fuck it! Oh, what a time to not load, eh? Here you go. One and three hundred and three. Oh, let's go number ninety-three. Oh. Do, 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 do. I don't feel good about this. Ah, this is a good one. Oh, good. All right, so it's gonna take us a while, and. <laughs> You've just given us the next month of content. No. <laughs> what happened? Because, AJ, can you guess what it is? Is it James Bond? No. Oh, it's... Imagine if we got James Bond after <laughs> Killing Galore. Um, no, but it is another dog franchise. No way. Because number 93 is the five earbud films and... We agreed to do Ear Buddies on the following episode, which is nine films. Nadeshta, you've ruined us. This is our third dog franchise in a row. Oh, my gosh. 
What's earbuddies? Am I mis- what's so? There's earbud, which is the um, like what's it called? Uh, basketball playing. Yeah, it's like plays retriever. basketball and he plays soccer and golden retriever. Yeah, <laughs> seventh inning fetch. Uh, and then after that, they did a spin-off series, which has like almost double the films in it. Um, that's called Air Buddies. And is it just lots puppies. of? Oh. Yeah, well, there's like well, the first Air, one's Air called Air Buddies, and then there's like Snow Buddies. So they did like a spin-off again. Mm. Um, I mean, feel free to join us for those if you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is your penance for it. <laughs> <laughs> or, Man, you know, even if you're not guest starring, just feel free to watch along at home. Yeah, when. When we did we did the Scream series a couple four nights ago, and we have had glowing reviews for that. We've had people be like, "Oh, it's so good to hear you guys talk about movies that you love for a change, and like you know, like tripping over your words with adoration for movies." And like, I want to give that to people. I want to be able to be like, "Yeah, I loved this movie," but <laughs> what we've learned is just the majority of franchises are real bad yeah. and so we, we end up in this situation where people people want us to watch movies that we like but we don't get to choose the movies and we just end up watching Earbud and and Ear Buddies and Snow Buddies and Santa <laughs> Buddies and re- the Return of Santa Paws and Space Buddies and I can't remember anymore but I'm sure we'll become very acquainted <laughs> yeah, with them. Yeah, there's a lot of films. So to all those who listen and really want us to watch a good franchise, too yeah, bad. This could be it. This could be it. <laughs> Maybe we'll love it. Yeah. I do oh, know man. one piece of trivia about Airbud that I like, which uh, I should save for next week. Yeah. Even though you'll be doing the research, but you'll find it out and you'll know what I mean. Um. Anyway, if you want to find us, uh, not you, Nadeshda, well, you, if you want, you know. Um, she already knows where we are. The listeners, you can find Cult Popsha on Facebook and YouTube primarily. We also have Twitter. We also have Instagram. Um, you can also email us at media at gmail.com. Uh, and we've also just started um, dipping a toe in merch and um, mm-hmm. selling some shirts, uh, which you can on Teespring if you want. Uh, there's no expectation. We're not like, why aren't we selling any? We've sold some, but... Mostly to friends and family. So if yeah. you want to buy, we've we're currently selling our um, Jurassic Popture logo, which is a kiwi, a kiwi skeleton. Um, that looks like the looks like another franchise's logo that I feel like I shouldn't mention, um, <laughs> just in case I get you know. In case done. they like the the copyright people haven't noticed yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we also have one called Popture Cola, which is a classic. Cold Popture logo that re- resembles a certain soda monolith and it's that not I also Pepsi. don't want to mention. <laughs> um, so you can buy them if you want. You can also get a Jurassic Popture mug. However, it's like $40. To get it. <laughs> um, I would feel bad if anyone got the mug. Do you know what's funny? Is that like the last... I'm sorry to, to bring up your gender again, Nadeshda, but... Um, the, the last two times we had no, actually, I we did have um, Kate in the middle of it, but two of our like four female guests we've had um, are like the only two times we've like asked for anything monetary on the podcast. <laughs> but like, no, because when we had Amanda was when we announced doing Movember and and you know inviting donations. And it's this awkward thing of like 
Yeah, Nadesh, do we expect you to buy a shirt now? Because <laughs> no, not at all. Because women be shopping. Women be huh? shopping. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not. No, that's not it. You know, it's the end of the you financial year. Sh- you just want to splurge. Why not buy a Carl Pulcher t-shirt? <laughs> I've actually they're, they're pretty cool t-shirts. I've seen oh, them on Facebook. They're pretty rad. Who does the graphics from? Me. Yeah, that's cool. Ah, oh, I've gone all red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's pretty much that's all from me. Any any final thoughts from you guys on cats and dogs, or just in general, anything you're thinking about? Um, nah. Nadisha, <laughs> nothing on my end. All right. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank thank you so much. <laughs> for... <laughs> <laughs> this is like. Yeah, this has been, it's been lovely having you on. Yeah, AJ just messaged you and then this this beautiful podcast sprang from that, which is just about the best thing you can hope for just sliding into someone's DMs on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> mm. uh, that's my that's my strategy is I, I slide into DMs and be like, do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> and it works. It's had 100% success before. rating. I've not on Instagram, but I, we've got guests from um, Reddit before. So. Yeah, um, but yeah, thank you. And uh, just to so everyone knows that this is an official Pop Culture Vulture production, why don't you sign us off in the way that only you can? <laughs> <laughs> oh, happily! All right, ready? Yeah. Be yeah. there with.